0: Support for this episode of Dating While Gray comes from EdgeSpace, a small business offering financial management solutions for businesses of all sizes. Whether you're an emerging business or an established company, EdgeSpace can help with your accounting needs. Learn more at EdgeSpace.com.
1: I would probably caution anyone against going into business with their life partner or their spouse if they hadn't really clearly talked about it and the goals and what each person's role was going to be. If someone were to bring that to me, they were thinking about
2: working with their spouse. I'm not opposed to it, just like I'm not opposed to marriage. Partnership,
0: it's a word that describes love relationships. It also describes work relationships. And despite advice to keep our personal and professional lives separate sometimes it's just too tempting for romantic partners to launch work ventures love and business that's the topic of this episode of dating while gray the grown-ups guide to love sex and relationships i'm laura stassi if you ever eat at a panda express or drink a bottle of palm wonderful you're a customer of a husband and wife owned business Those two couples, they're raking in billions. Though the majority of couple-owned businesses are classified as small businesses. That usually means less than $10 million in revenue. And while some couples plan for the day they can launch their own thing, others kind of stumble into an opportunity. That's what happened with Allison and her husband. They were raising three young kids in Los Angeles when they decided to pull up stakes.
1: Once we did the math of how much it was gonna cost to send them to good schools in California, we started to look around for other places to live and we checked out uh, the Midwest and the Pacific Northwest. We finally came here to the Research Triangle area of North Carolina where I had some family and we liked it a lot.
0: Allison's family moved in 2005 and her husband started working at a university. That's where he developed a healthcare education software platform. After six years, he went out on his own, and Allison was happy to join him in the new venture.
1: I don't know what I did for those first few years. I called myself the accidental CEO. He he really did everything. I, I mean, I have such admiration for him. He he was the programmer and the system administrator and the trainer and the documentarian and uh, the salesperson. And, and I just kind of, you know, followed up behind and sort of swept the stage and made a few phone calls and... Um, So to see where I've come from those days is is really, it's been transformative. Did you have office space or did you work out of
0: your home? Tell me a little bit about how it worked.
1: It was absolutely the mom and pop, literally, out of our home. um, When we realized that there was an opportunity to spin this out as a separate company, we both said, sure, let's do it. You know, it's like Mickey and Judy. I've got a barn, kids. Let's put on a show, you know. (laughs) And what we didn't know probably actually Saved us and kept us going in in certain ways. We walked out of Duke with three university clients under our belt using this software, which helps pretty much helps run uh, medical schools. And so we just kind of kept going from there. Laura, we learned as we went. We we're both very big students of learning as as you go along. And I think we got up to maybe ten or eleven universities that we worked with. And and he was really the only person working on the software. And did the business aspects affect
0: the romantic aspects or were you able to keep things
1: like on separate tracks? I mean, that kind of was the issue, I think, in a lot of ways, because a lot of things got clouded by our commitment to the business and to our family, which might sound strange. But when you think about it, you know, he's basically the CTO, the chief technical officer. I'm the CEO running the business side and building the business. And we're trying. You know, we're doing this so we can have a, you know, a, a legacy and a good, a good life for our family. So when you think about trying to take a break from your business, right? You can't do it because you're taking a break from supporting your family, right? And here I am as the CEO, and I would like my CTO to have a break so he can have a life. But every time I would encourage that, I think he felt the same way. It's like he almost felt guilty, right? taking a break from this thing that we were working on so hard it was like a hall of mirrors it never made us doubt it and you know frankly Laura maybe it should have because I know there are a lot of people who look at us and are like how did you hold on <laughs> not not to the marriage to the business so long over through so many obstacles right and I think it was just almost a tunnel vision of we're doing this because we believe in it we're doing this because we want to make our kids proud right we're doing this because we want to provide for our kids. And you get a certain distance down that road, and it is very hard to turn around and go in another direction. And I think, you know, it was not the only reason that our marriage ended, but it certainly made it hard to have a personal relationship that didn't revolve around that, because it was so fundamental to who each of us was. We both really liked what we did in the business. We did joke about this. It's like you know what? Something that's really cool is if you have a thought at eleven thirty at night, you can just turn to the other person and say, "Hey, let's do this tomorrow." So it was it really simplified things. But as I've as I've grown, you know, as a business leader and just in in my life, I've realized that the delineation between parts of our lives is really important. We liked talking about the business. As a matter of fact, I think as the years went on, that became uh, you know that and the kids right became the conversation topics that we were most comfortable talking about. So we kind of let, I think, other things slip. And I take absolutely my share of the responsibility for that. But I honestly, as I think back, I don't know how I would have had the energy or the bandwidth to maintain that part of a marriage. And and that's very sad. Yeah. And each person deserves more than that in a marriage, you know? Yeah. So did you first notice,
0: were there cracks in the business partnership, before there were cracks in the romantic partnership?
1: I don't even know if I would call it cracks as much as just sort of atrophying in the personal side, right? Mm -hmm. And I would tell myself for a long time, because you hear all these stories, oh, you know, you get married and whether you're working together or working in different jobs, you know, you're busy and you've got young kids and nobody has sex anymore and nobody has, you know, it's just like, that's just what happens, right? And then 20 years go by and your kids grow up and then, then you look back at each other across the room and go, oh, I think I remember you, you know? um but that's kind of the a funny joke that gets told in the movies and it really you you can't just turn around after 20 years and look at each other and say okay let's pick this up where where we left off when we got so busy i think we just kind of chose to focus on the business stuff right and the kids and you realize that you you have to pay attention and you have to slow down and it was also very hard for us to slow down and do personal stuff. You know, we tried, but, but you know, every vacation we would take, it was what I would always call a functional vacation, right? You're going to visit grandparents or it's a holiday or something. So things like date nights, things like, you know, just trying to get away just the two of us, um, it was very hard for us to, to step away from the work and take our heads out of that. Okay. So was there a moment
0: that you can recall or an incident where you thought, we have to end one of these—the marriage or the business.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I haven't really talked about this publicly, so I'm trying to um, be respectful and and also authentic. Um, it it was definitely the marriage first. Yeah. And I think um, again, it was it was just a matter of not the right fit, right? I think I didn't. I honestly think if we weren't out there needing to have children and procreate I think nobody should get married till they're like 50 (laughs) because you just don't know yourself you know and I think now I mean I really feel like wow I didn't know enough of myself to promise myself to someone else right and and the really I think sort of intriguing thing which is kind of painfully ironic too is that my role in this company has been so transformative for me and it's what's helped me realize who I am, and what I'm capable of. Now, I if I had a different job, I might have had the same realization. It's just, everybody deserves to to have a partner that, you know, you're the right fit for them. And so when we decided to separate, um, it, one of the very first conversations we had was, look, we have, you know, a business relationship. We have a parenting relationship. And really, we still, once the the wound's, healed a little bit. We we still had a friendship. I mean, our our whole life together was based on a a respect for each other and a friendship. So we're like, well, you know, 75% of this situation is still something we'd like to, you know, work on. And that, I think that was, it was comforting for me. There was something to hang on to there, even in the face of, of a lot of things changing. So he moved out and found a place right around the corner. Again, never any daylight between the two of us about the priority that our children are to us. So we wanted to make sure he was close by and the kids could stop by and everything. Even before COVID, we were in a remote work environment. It was pretty opaque to other people. And in fact, we agreed to wait about a month until we told the folks on our team because we wanted to present them with a feeling like, oh, wow, you all separated a month ago? We didn't even notice, you know, so as compared to saying, hey, this is happening, you know, tomorrow and then people freaking out about what does that mean for the company? Are you all still in business together no, he's no longer involved in the business. Okay. We thought we could make that work for a while, but it just became too difficult. So he ended up leaving the business at the end of 2019. So 2019 was a hard year, right? And I remember thinking to myself, 2020 cannot possibly be any worse. And then 2020 strolled in the door and his he, he had a new job, and but that job faded away. Uh, all of our kids who were at college got sent home from college. Obviously, we had two in college, and I had one in high school. So it went from me and and our youngest in high school living in our home to overnight, my daughter and her boyfriend come back from college, my son comes back from college, and my ex. We you know we looked at each other and we said we have college tuitions to pay, and his like I said his job had disappeared in the face of COVID, and so he moved back in you know to a different part of the house and. And I had no question about whether that was the right thing to do. And yet I tell people and they're like, I'm sorry, are you kidding me? And to me, Laura, it is it is the perfect illustration of what does family mean? It sounds like you have
0: a pretty compatible, companionable relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what was the trigger, I guess, that made you think, no, we really should not be working together. We not only have to be divorced we have to end our business relationship as well.
1: Small businesses evolve and grow in different directions at different speeds. And it's, it's not uncommon for, especially for a software company, um, for the founder who started it, either wants to go on and do different things or the, or the company starts to go in a direction where they're like, yeah, it's not really what I signed up for. So it was a combination of not feeling like that was the right fit for him professionally anymore. It's not like we're, you know, sending each other flowers every day, but we are grownups. I say grownup. I just think that's what it is. You know, it's like, this is someone who was meaningful in your life for many, many years. The two greatest things in my life, I think, are my children and what I've been able to accomplish with this business. And none of those would have been there if I hadn't been in partnership with him for all those years. You know, the concept of failure is something that you talk about a lot in the entrepreneurial world. I think it's a really dangerous word to use in regards to personal relationships and divorce because I think it just carries so much freight, right? And it's such an opportunity to point fingers and blame. And I think people change. Sometimes people grow together and sometimes they grow apart. And I think that is maybe the best, simplest, clearest definition Of why not just marriages, but relationships evolve and go in different directions.
0: That last thing Allison said, she was repeating what her mom told her when Allison was in high school and her parents split up. Today, Allison's business is going strong and things are bright in her personal life, too. We'll hear more about that in a future episode. Have you ever had to go to work and act like everything's okay? even as your personal life is totally falling apart. Have you ever had to do that when the person causing you such love anguish is also your business partner?
2: My staff would look at me, my eyes would be swollen, and everyone would say, are you okay? Are you sick? And oh, let's add some more to the fire here. This is a family business. My daughter, his sons, my brothers, they all work there.
0: We'll hear from Karen after the break. Whether you're an emerging business or an established company, EdgeSpace can help with your accounting needs. EdgeSpace provides full service accounting support for businesses at all stages. Services are scalable as your company grows. Let EdgeSpace focus on changes to the software compliance rules, technology updates, and project-based accounting needs so that you can focus on other aspects of your work. Edgespace can also help implement project-based accounting software that becomes the backbone of your company. Edgespace, offering financial management solutions for businesses of all sizes. Learn more at edgespace.com. When it comes to mixing business and pleasure, Karen has done it twice. The first time was early in her career, after marrying at age 21 and landing a position at a home building company.
2: I was there first as a salesperson, and then he came into it, but he and I were already married at that point. And during the time that we worked together, we had three children, and we it was the housing industry. You, know, you can never count on the housing industry. As much as it's near and dear to my heart, the ups and downs are horrendous. So it was back in the late 70s, 80s, where, you know, there were the crashes. So I chose to exit and have children and then go back. And then I ended up leaving the company, which was better for both of us, I think, because it was hard working for my husband. And that's what I was doing. Karen and her husband were married for over 20 years before splitting up. Eventually, she met someone else. We were both in the same industry. We were both in housing. And he was in a family business and I was working for another company. And we got together and he decided to leave the family business. And I left where I was working and the two of us chose to open up our company. Mm. And that was a little odd and different working together because we hadn't. And we kind of learned habits and whatnot that we both possessed and our work style, but we clicked with the company. I brought in sales, marketing, human resource. He brought in the knowledge of construction and home building and budgeting. And Together, we had such a passion to make this company work. The relationship grew, but not only that, the company grew by leaps and bounds very quickly. We were getting national awards. We were in the spotlight. We were on a reality TV show, the um, Extreme Makeover. Oh, you really were. Show. I
0: thought you were talking. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. No, no, we really were um, during a time where the industry was at the bottom. It was 2007, I believe. Uh huh. 2008, where you know housing was terrible. We agreed to do it because we really felt our little town needed it desperately. And so, you know, we just, we kind of flourished Uh, a couple years into the company. We decided to get married. So when you started this company, you were a romantic couple. Yes.
0: We were living together. Okay. And so at any time, did the business interfere with the romance or did the romance interfere with the business or was it just, you were, you know,
2: what is it? Cooking on gas, (laughs) cooking with gas as they say. I think we were cooking with gas. I think we were just flying high. We worked really hard. We kind of saw things the same way. We had a lot of the same um, beliefs, and we cared about our people. We cared about our customers. We were doing really well. Okay, so wait a minute. So you're cooking with
0: gas. Everything's great, and you're living together. Why did you decide to get married? Now, keep
2: in mind, I was in my 40s. Uh So... Um, and in, in my 40s, I still felt the desire for marriage, I think. We hadn't really talked about marriage a whole lot. We were very comfortable where we were. He had kids. I had kids. They were all gone. So we didn't have the blending of kids living under our roof. Um, But friends, everybody we knew was married. Yeah. you know. And now we've got a company together. So we've got responsibilities with the company and to our staff and to each other. And it just seemed like it was the next step. It made sense hmm. to just make it official. So we did. We were married for 14 years, I think, when it happened. You know, the wife's the last one to know kind of thing. But I, I was devastated, just devastated. He fell for somebody else. Um, it was through work, but it's not somebody local. Oh. He truly fell in love with somebody else. And, you know, it was one of those things, almost like a whiplash. It's like, what? Yeah. That can't be. And then I started going back and more and more over the last, you know, eight years, seven years, you know, maybe I wasn't the best wife and maybe it wasn't all his fault. And yeah, there were issues that we tended to not really address or look at. Um, We let life get in the way. I took him for granted, perhaps. You know, I believed that he would always be there. And I will, I won't take all the blame because I was there. And I, to this day, I believe that we could have made it work.
0: Okay, so you said looking back, there were issues. Do you mean just in the romantic relationship or as business partners,
2: were there tensions? It became clear to me that we had different visions. You know, we both looked at the company as our baby because we didn't have kids together. Yeah. So this was our child that we nurtured and grew. And it was going off to college. You know, it was kind of on its own. <laughs> the company was running well. And yes, we participated in major decisions and whatnot. But the company, I mean, to this day, the company's doing fairly well. So I think all of that was okay. But we, we tended... Not to nurture the relationship over time. I remember one day coming home saying, Wouldn't it be interesting if we didn't work together and we could look forward to each other coming home after work? Because we were 24 7 for 20 years, you know, or whatever it was. I mean, we were always together. Yeah. And I think that gets on your nerves sometimes. (laughs) I think if I walk away from this with one lesson, I hope that in my next relationship, if there is one, and I do hope there is one, I hope I'm able to stand up for myself more and speak my mind because I was one of those people that would just swallow it. You know, I would just turn the other way or not view it as this is something that should be addressed. I never would fight. Um, I would just take it. Yeah. And I'm sure that wasn't fun for him either. So did you feel
0: like you were um an unequal voice in the business as well?
2: Somewhat, but I'm I'm not gonna throw that on him. Um, because he was a big supporter of my input, my views, my ideas, my growth. Um Then it got to a point where I was going outside the company within the industry on more of a volunteer basis. And I got very involved in my national association. Mm -hmm. And I found where I had wings, you know, to fly within that organization where I was somebody and just me. I grew individually within the marriage, but outside of the company and I tend to think that some of that may have left him feeling hmm, less of someone that I needed perhaps. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that it mattered but I wonder sometimes maybe he was left alone too much. I don't know. Um, I will say that when I discovered that I was losing you. I, um, I did anything and everything I possibly could to save the marriage. Okay, I, I just I just want to say,
0: as someone who is married for a long time to one person, I think it's very natural, in particular for women, to sort of not make excuses. We sort of still want to protect the reputation of our exes. And I'm hearing that a little bit from you because, and even though, you know, it's been eight years, but I still think, especially somebody you were married to who was also your business partner. I'm not a therapist, but I want to give you the freedom to be mad at him,
2: to say, oh, I've been there. (laughs) Trust me on that. (laughs) Oh, I've been there. Keep in mind, here's, here's the caveat to all this. There is There's one more piece to all this that we have not really disclosed. And that is, we are not divorced. Oh. We are separated because we didn't feel it was good for the company to divorce. Okay. So, we are working together and... Uh, running this company together, I have pulled out a lot more than I normally would have because it's still hard for me. You know, the personal aspect of I was rejected. And you know, my family and friends say, oh, Karen, come on, stop going there. It's time. It's time for me to get over that. But he was my best friend. Yeah, And I use the term, he knew me better than anyone on this planet. And he rejected me. So there's that heartache, and, you know, I'm not good enough, pretty enough, sexy enough, smart enough, all those things that those messages keep going on in my head. I told him recently, you know, I'm finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here because I've been in this darkness for so long. And we don't talk about it. He and I, we don't discuss what. Our personal lives are anymore or where we are with life. You know, we kind of keep that quiet. I do care about him. I don't want to be with him anymore. You know, it took me this long. You made that decision a long time ago. It just took me a little longer. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. You said you discovered it. So it doesn't sound
0: like he was forthcoming with the fact that he was having an affair. Let's just put it out there. It might not have been a physical affair. It was an emotional affair, but it might have been both.
2: But there was something going on that he should have told you about. Yes, he should have. And it wasn't until I discovered it that, you know, and then even then it was, well, you know, I feel a connection to her and this, that, the other, but... I don't think he knew what he wanted at that point. I know. I think he wanted us both. Uh, I don't know. I can't speak for him. Yeah. I don't want to trash him. He's my business partner and I still respect him. And I told him I'm angry. I'm bitter, but I still care about him a lot. Sure. It takes me a long time before I am to the point where
0: I can be friendly to somebody I was romantically involved with who I thought did me wrong. Right. If my financial future was also tied in, you know, my profession was also tied up with that. Yeah, it's complicated. Yes. (laughs) But Karen, what I want to know is. Yes. What was it like going into the office the day after
2: like the first big blow up? Hell, it was horrible. It was horrible for several years. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. It took me several years and I was MIA, you know. I I didn't go in. I didn't care. I lost my passion. Yeah, and for the last 7 years I had no passion. This last year I'm starting to breathe again. I'm putting makeup on, I'm losing weight, I'm doing things for me. And I'm looking for that next chapter. I'm ready. I want it. I'm ready for divorce now. And he knows it. we've talked about it. It's time. I'd like to pursue the divorce and retirement. I'd like both. Karen points out that this was a
0: second marriage for both her and her estranged husband. So they had been especially mindful about having all the legal paperwork in place for both the love and the business partnership. And despite everything she's been through on the love front, she says they work well together and that he's been supportive. Karen says she still believes in love, and she wants to think there's another relationship in the cards for her. But as for going into business with a romantic partner, she's not going there again. Dating While Gray's audio production and mix is by Steve Lack Audio. For more on the show, check out datingwhilegray.com. That's where you can find the latest episodes, plus the archive of previous episodes. You can also find links to send me questions, comments, tips, and true stories through email and voicemail. You know I love hearing from you. While you're there, sign up for the free Dating While Gray e-newsletter delivered every Friday to your inbox. That's datingwhilegray.com. I'm Laura Stasi. Thanks for listening. Support for this episode of Dating While Gray provided by Edge Space, a small business offering financial management solutions for businesses of all sizes. Whether you're an emerging business or an established company, EdgeSpace can help with your accounting needs. Learn more at EdgeSpace.com.